Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. So welcome back to another edition of Trendy presented by Omaha, the show where we like to compete while exploring the best way to wager for casual cappers. And I'm not sure they're getting more casual cappers than Super Bowl week. Luckily, I do not have two of those casuals with me today. I have everybody's favorite gambling pal, Dave Damashek, and the winner of the picks contest here during the regular season and just a kid from Kansas City, Mark Gunnels, to talk about the big game and give you some prop picks. Sheck, Mark, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good, good man. I'm not doing as good as Gunnels. His team's in the Super Bowl, and apparently I'm not do, doing as good as you, Mergler, giving that shout at the top. Who knew Dan Quinn could generate so much enthusiasm? But <laughs> All right, invite me I'm on minus third three. position to start here, apparently. Yeah, invite me on minus three. We'll do a, a tight two hours and 20 minutes on the Dan Quinn hire and my thoughts on it. But we don't have time for that today, Dave. You know that better than anybody else. So I will ask the one question, because uh, this is a contest. We are going staff-wide. We had Eddie and Brett on Monday. We got Jen and Martin on Friday. You two uh, gentlemen here today. So we are trying to see who is the best Super Bowl prognosticator here at the Extra Points Network. So Dave, I do have one question. It's on everybody's lips right now. Is this a must-win contest? It's a good question. It's always important to ask as uh, the teams get winnowed away and we boil it down to just two. Yes, for both teams, for the Chiefs and the 49ers, Super Bowl 58 is indeed a must-win game. Here's I meant for you, though. For you, is it a must-win contest to win this here at the Extra Points Network? I mean, I don't like to trash talk. I think my (laughs) records have uh, spoken for themselves. Congratulations to Gunnels. He did very nicely. But uh, in this space, Damashek tends to dominate. Why would that change in Super Bowl week? Oh, Mark, 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 you got to keep it 100 here. You have to be honest with us. Dave famously picks the Steelers record every single year within one game. You are a massive homer who has won the staff contest because you back Kansas City every single week. If you were a if you were a boy from Baltimore or a boy from Tampa Bay, you would not have the same record as you do with Kansas City. So how should we take your pick seriously? Are you good at handicapping your own team or are you just a homer who is backed into a winning streak because your team never loses? How am I a homer? It's just I'm telling the truth. You know, it's this weird thing when somebody's team just happens to be the best. And you pick them, you know, you, you're good at it. Oh, you're a homer, but I'm right. So how am I? I don't get it. <laughs> what do you think, Dave? You think we should listen to Guttles picks today? Are you going to bet? Are you going to run out and bet anything he gives? Are you going to dismiss it as a hometown bias? I'm going to allow it. I encourage it. Good for him. It's spiritually right to obviously bet on your team on a heater. And this is one of the all time pro football heaters that the Chiefs are in the midst of. Of course, you ride this thing out if you're Gunnels and KC. Don't overthink this one. Enjoy it. Make as much money as you can. And if you lose, you say, hey, we have a lot of Lombardis anyway. And so we're already in the winner's circle. I think you're being, quite frankly, I find you cynical. And uh, I think you're better than this murderer. Come on, this is this is these are the good times for Gunnels. Right, well, how are you guys going to ride this out on Sunday? I think Mark, you, we were talking a little bit off air. I think you got a pretty great answer. How are you watching the Super Bowl on Sunday? Um, I'm going to be in Vegas. The, the question of whether or not I'm going to be in the stadium uh, it remains to be seen. I was at the Super Bowl last year inside 
the Arizona Cardinals stadium to watch the Chiefs beat the Eagles. So we'll see. But if not, I'll be at some watch party with my Kansas City people in, somewhere in Vegas having a good time. I would ask how you do it historically, but you go to the Super Bowl every day year because your team's in it. I mean, like this is now just a borderline tradition for you. Yeah, I need to start uh, booking my flight for the parades and events because every time it happens, I'm like, dang, the parades in three days. I can't get out there in three days. So uh, and I but I always say, you know, there'll be another parade. So I think there'll be another one again after this year. That is the least relatable problem a uh, kid from D.C. has ever heard in his entire <laughs> life. Like, oh, there's just so many parades. They're too tough to get to. But I've always got one to look forward to next year. Come on, Sheck. Bring him down from cloud nine. Well, listen, I, I don't know how committed. He sounds like he's all the way emotionally and spiritually invested in his Chiefs. But a few months back, I had through... My uh, my translator, Martin Weiss, um, to speak some lemon pepper parlay to Gunnels and ask him, how committed to the Chiefs are you? Would you trade or to Kansas City sports? Would you trade Patrick Mahomes already? He's I mean, how much glory can he deliver personally in exchange for an NBA team? Gunnel said no. Gunnel said he would not. So I guess that's really 15 love more. But, you know, so I don't know how committed he is now. Mergler. What would you be willing to give to see your commies in next year's Super Bowl? Will you give up, let's say, can we orchestrate this trade? Will okay. you give your NBA team? I mean, it is just yes. Wizards after all. I mean, Kansas I mean, City for- in exchange for a Super Bowl. Oh, for a Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought, I thought you were going to say for like a week eight regular season ticket. And the answer would still be yes, given how bad. <laughs> you know, you're never are. getting them back, though. The bullet slash whiz ain't ever coming back, though. That's the thing. You'll hey. get that Super Bowl, but then time will move on, and on your TV will be the Kansas City Wizards. Dave, do you know the last time the Wizards won 50 games? Couldn't tell you. Uh, it was 45 years ago, and I'm 43. How attached do you think I am to this team? Dang, well, they didn't uh, win 50 when they had... there right now. I'll but Wizards for Mahomes right now. Who says no? It's Kansas City. That's where we're at with the Wizards. Yeah, we might have to make a two-team. Actually, it's going to be – I'm sorry, I have to modify the deal. For Mahomes, Kansas City gets in return the Bullets and the Capitals. How about Ooh, that? What do you think no. about that now, Gunnels? That's no, a pretty juicy I'm, offer. I'm not, I'm not trading Mahomes. There's just no way. There's no way. <laughs> like, How many years does the guy have left? He's going to be closer he's 20, to – He's 28 years old. He has another 10 to 15 years. All right. I got I to say, Shaq, I mean, Mark, uh, Mark's got the right combination, right? Because he's got Mahomes and he has LeBron. And obviously LeBron is towards the tail end right now. But those, I think, Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, are kind of your two favorite current athletes. And you want to talk about like right. world-class role models. Like these are two guys who are in GOAT conversations that don't have all the baggage of basically every other single person in a GOAT conversation. And those are the people that he gets to teach his son about. Like he's doing it right. I'm not sure I'd trade that either. Nah, there's no way, man. I mean, football, obviously, is the number one sport in this country. And it, it, it's the heart of what Kansas City is, man. It's talking about Midwest. You know, you wake up, you smell the barbecue. They're tailgating outside of Arrowhead. You've got their Mahomes 15s on. Like, it's just a different experience when you got uh, one hey, of those listen. guys. Enjoy the Royals, man. That's all I can tell you. It's going to be a long <laughs> walk through the desert with them Kansas City Royals. Hey, the Royals are on the come up, man. You see the contract we just gave our boy Bobby Witt Jr.? I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. Congratulations. That's, so sh- that's got to equal 60 wins this year. 
Well, I, I thought we were going to end up spending a bunch of time on the Royals and Bobby Witt. That's what really was driving the sports conversation this week. Check, uh, he's got Kansas City barbecue that he's smelling in his nostrils right now. What are we going to be smelling at the Sheck household on Sunday? As you stay home, or maybe you're going to a bar. I didn't mean to project. Maybe you're going out to watch <laughs> the game. But you will not be around all the corporate muckety mucks wearing yeah. the T-shirt over the suits this year. No, I, I'm not going to watch. I, you know, when the Steelers <laughs> don't go to the Super Bowl, I don't watch it. No, okay. I'll, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to get the... There's a, a great uh, hoagie shop just down the street, the meatball sub, the spicy Italian, all that. Me and Jean-Claude Van Damaschek are going to get that. We're going to hunker down as we have all season long. That's how we've consumed the 2023 NFL season. We ain't going to fix what ain't broke. We're going to go for 60 more minutes or whatever it takes to settle this hash, and then we'll go off into Gunnel-style desert of baseball. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> Hockey, I guess. At least I have that. Yeah, you still got the puck. All right. Well, enough vamping. Let's go ahead, take our break, give Caesars a little bit of love, and come back and give out some winners. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles see caesars.com slash promos for full terms void where prohibited know when to stop before you start gambling problem arizona call 1-800 next step colorado wyoming kansas affiliated with kansas crossing casino call 1-800-522-4700 indiana call 1-800-9 with it iowa call 1-800 bets off louisiana call 1-877-770 stop licensed through horseshoe bossier city and harris new orleans massachusetts call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117 Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia If you or someone you know has a gambling problem crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia 1-800-GAMBLER.net New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, we are back, and we are going to give out winners today, which means I'm not giving out anything. Given my uh, current track record, we got Shaq, we got Gunnels. They're going to give out their picks. I will give mine out with Jen and Martin on Friday. So, Shaq, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? You've had a lot more success on this program than Mark has. I think I've, uh, I've beaten that boy from Kansas City a couple of times here, but you've got a W over me. You go ahead and take honors. Just to rem- remind everybody of the rules, we're giving out four picks. It's whoever does the best return on their four picks, and the four Fourth one, uh, we're not doing the categories, but the fourth one is kind of a cred style bet that counts double. So it is your best bet for the entire Super Bowl. So how are you leading us off, Sheck? Well, do you want me to start hot? Give you my double up bet right here? No, or, no, no. Let's build to it. it. Come on. Come on. We're going to listen okay. to the whole show. I don't know how you want to. I, listen, this is underwhelming. And of course, you should bet the over in the Super Bowl. It's more fun to do it that way. I can't come up with the path for these two teams. And I love, by the way, as I'm about to t- say, uh, bet the under, um, I, the one thing I, I, I really am resentful of is that some of the most prominent talking heads can't help themselves, but to say like, Hey, nobody's talking about this chi- chief's defense. Yeah, they are. They talk about it all the time. All you hear about is how good the Chiefs defense is, and that's why they were relevant. Why? What, what's the requirement to try to get one over on, like, nobody else is telling you that the Chiefs have a good defense, but I'm smart. And so I, like, what the hell? This is not insightful. We know that they're good. We can read numbers and where they're ranked. The Niners also have a good defense. The Chiefs have not been the offensive juggernaut we've come to associate with Kelsey and Mahomes and all the rest of it. Bottom line, 27-20. That sounds like a lot of points, doesn't it? That's the under. Give me that. What do you think, Mark? I mean, you're you're all over the uh, this game in general, obviously, with your Kansas City ties, even looking at it inside and out. I personally like under and probably San Francisco just because of the public money that's get, always going to come in on the over and the Taylor Swift effect of um, more people coming in and putting in a casual bet on the Chiefs this year. But that number hasn't moved significantly, but like it scares the hell out of me that so much of the money is on the Chiefs in the over that I'm just like ready to fade the masses. What about you? I think there's actually going to be more points scored in this game than people expect. Uh, I get you being scared about the money. I totally understand that. But, uh, you know, I, I think they match up well with each other as far as the offenses go. You know, with the Niners... The Chiefs haven't really played a team that has this much motion. They got a lot of playmakers, obviously Debo, IU, Kittle. And I think the middle of the field is really where they, they do their most damage at. So I can see them taking advantage of that. And on the other side, you're talking about the Niners' defense has been good. I mean, not in the playoffs. <laughs> Teams are running all over them. And they probably shouldn't even been here. They should have lost to the Packers. I mean, I don't know what Jordan Love was thinking, and they missed a field goal. And then they are down 24-7 to at halftime to Detroit. You know, then they just crumbled in the second half. So I haven't seen much from this defense. I mean, even their defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, called him out during like a couple of days ago for a lack of effort, a lack of effort in the playoffs. That's not a good sign to me. So I think it's going to be more points than you think. 
in this game. Shaq, uh, just I, I got that's not that's not my that's not my official play, by the way. I know, no, I'm going to listen to your official play here in yeah. a minute. I listened to Lemon Pepper Parlor the other day, and Martin asked Mark how nervous he was about the game, and I believe Gunnell said it was like a three out of ten. Do you believe the stones on this guy? He's got the Super Bowl. He's the dog, and he's not nervous at all. He's walking in there saying they're going to route the Niners. Their defense is trash. The only reason they would go over is because Kansas City puts up fifty themselves. That's what I heard him say. <laughs> I didn't say you're out. You're, you're, you gassed it a little bit on that part. But, I mean, seriously, would you be nervous if you had Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Travis Kelsey, a team that's been here four times in five seasons? I mean, you already beat this team. I know it was four years ago. But I just think, too, man, I just don't see a world where they lose the chance to repeat twice. Because, like, Should the first, the first time against the Bucks. It's yeah, the last time I'm going to ask. Is this confidence or is this hubris? Are we watching him fly too close to the sun live on Zoom right now? Well, I, my concern is really for Gunnels and for Chiefs fans because, yeah, you don't want to transition, but, you know, it's not an intellectual choice you make. It's something that just happens when you get used to the winning. Have you reached the stage yet, Chiefs fan, where a win is much more of a relief than it is euphoria. Mm, great you question. Because that's a bad spot. That's where I reach. I mean, not recently either. I wish this weren't the case. I wish I had an ability to counsel younger fans out there to not become the way Dave is. But the but the only two emotions I really experience, at least for the most part, is relief when they win and devastation when my team loses. You know, don't get to that place. Be excited. This is great. A chance for history. They'll be like, we better win this game or what a disappointment. No, I don't think we reached that point yet. Okay. Just because the way this year has gone too, and the fact that we're trying to be the first team to repeat since, since the Patriots in the early 2000s. So I think that's why you still kind of have that euphoria moment and then especially throughout the year people were writing the chiefs off we know the receivers are trash they can't catch the ball you know so you kind of had that us against the world type feeling. it wasn't like we were rolling through everybody we we're 15 and 0 and just the clear-cut favorites like we kind of had to fight our way to get here because look Mahomes played his first role playoff game this year two of them so i think when you add all that, all that together is why we still have that euphoria feeling if we win on sunday all right, well, give the people at home some euphoria. Give them your first winning pick, Mark. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go. So I know he went with the under on the total points. I'm going to go a little different angle here. How about the Chiefs team total over? I like that at 23 and a half. I think that's extremely low. I know the Chiefs offense isn't the same offense of the past, but neither is that Niners defense. And I, I, I think they definitely score over 23 and a half points. You know, you get that at minus 115. Their run defense has been very, very vulnerable. Aaron Jones ran up for 100 yards against them. Uh, Gibbs and Montgomery was gashing them. And there's a guy named Pacheco that runs like his life depends on it. So I think he's going to uh, open up that defense, and then Mahomes is going to start cooking and play action. So I love that number a lot. All right. Well, I hope it hits and you can pay your light bill. Why is it so dark in there? You look like you're sitting in Bukowski's apartment. <laughs> Yeah, it is a little dark over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shaq, what did you think of that? Chiefs, uh, 23 and a half, team total over. against your underplay. I think there's some value if, obviously, I'm correct in my read on this, which is that there has it's been overstated, the letdown by this Niners defense. I 
obviously we all saw that Chase Young thing. <laughs> that was embarrassing for that guy, um, given where he is in his career. Um, I think the Packers game is weird. I talk all the time about the curse of Sposta that plagues a number one seed coming off of two weeks of rest. And in many cases, like with the Niners, it felt like Brock Purdy didn't play a game for about two months between the end of the season and that uh, divisional round game against the Packers. And I guess not surprisingly, he looked a little rusty. Then they played the best offensive line in football in Detroit. And so I think that skewed the the notion that, man, where's that? What's gone on with this Niners defense? I think Nick Bosa is going to have a good game. I think that defense is going to have a relatively good game. So I, I, I mean, all that being said, a raw number against the chiefs like that, as low as it is in a big spot against Mahomes and all the rest of them, I can see why it's appealing to, to Gunnels. And if you're on the chief side, that's a great bet to make. Yeah. If you're on the chief side, I do very much like that. Cause also like Mahomes has his own Super Bowl routine, which is being well covered right now, which means that you've been there before you can act like it. He's not going to have the jitters. He's not going to have like the first quarter that, uh, what do we, we famously saw Elway do this, right? Check where he came out in his first Super Bowl was sailing the ball like 10 yards over everybody's heads because he was so amped up. Now Mahomes is what's closer to the Brady heartbeat goes down. Isn't going to be phased by the moment. And therefore we'll get all four quarters to hit that over check. What are you giving out as the second one? Well, you mentioned it. Um, the uh, the Taylor Swift of uh, of the whole uh, the whole fortnight has consumed it, and I'm looking at Travis Kelsey, and I'm going to be a stinker again here. You can get plus money, plus 105 even, to take her boyfriend Travis Kelsey under 70 and a half receiving yards. Ooh. Again, I think there's value in betting this under. You touched on it. I don't know how much. $5 bets from Swifties have moved this number, you know, up for Kelsey. But I do bet there's a lot of people taking the over on it. And I, I again, I've been taken to task by a few people for saying, I didn't say Travis Kelsey was washed, but I did say he's passed his better days. And that's why that offense is suffering. Now, he found the fountain of youth against the Ravens. I don't know what Roquan Smith, Kyle Hamilton, and the rest were doing on that day that he was so available for long stretches. I don't think the Niners are going to make the same mistake with Fred Warner and company. I think he goes under that number. Sorry, I, I, not, not to say I'm not a fan of Swifty, and I do think she should be there. I think the people who say, why are they going to cut away to her are the weirdos, but I am yeah. going to go under, so I guess that makes me a stinker too. Yeah, uh, well, I think 70% of the money is on the Chiefs right now. And I don't I don't know if it's the Taylor Swift effect. I don't know if it's just like everybody's like Gunnels. Like there's no way I'm betting against Patrick Mahomes at this point. But the Niners, like they're not an accidental Super Bowl participant here. They no. have been a dominant force of their conference the entire time. They are a one seed. And I don't know if this game should, you know, should be a pick em or whatever it might be. But like, I think they're almost being summarily dismissed which is weird given that they might've been the best team in the NFL the, over the course of the 22 weeks. The big, the, the weird, as we've talked about, Toby, I kind of think about the way you have to look at even the best teams in the NFL these days. And this wasn't true 10 years or 25 years ago or, or further back into the past, but even the best teams in the NFL, you kind of have to look at as you do your golf handicap and throw out your best score and your worst score. Because the one that sticks in my brain that I can't give, I could make the case. Uh, I, I would, I would be a hundred percent confident that the Niners are going to roll, except for that Ravens game. That Ravens, was an yeah. inexplicable result to me. I couldn't make sense of it. I still kind of can't, so I'm throwing it out. 
Okay. I think that makes sense. Gunnels, let's not throw out your next pick. So we got an under on Kelsey, which probably isn't in your playbook, probably not on your betting sheet. What is on your betting sheet for the next one? Well, I do have an uh, under on a player prop on the other side. Brandon Ayuk, under 61 and a half receiving yards. Get it at minus 115. This is a bet that I pretty much have been doing all year because Legereus Sneed, who should have been a first-team All-Pro, got snubbed, has been locking up number one receivers all year long. He's held the likes of Justin Jefferson under uh, under his total. Uh, Stephon Diggs twice. I mean, Tyreek Hill twice. I mean, the list goes on and on. So I, I think once you you, you kind of get a grasp of that, and I think also Kittle will be more of a, a main focal point in the passing game because I was talking about the middle of the field for the 49ers. But as far as things on the outside, like the Chiefs probably have the best cornerback duo in the league with LeJarrius Sneed and Trip McDuffie, who did make an all pro team. So I, I think 61 and a half is just way too high for Brandon Ayuk against this secondary. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes people hear things like that, Mark, that they're the best cornerback duo in the league. Like, well, what about X or what about Y? It's like, okay, let's say they're third best or fourth best. It doesn't actually eliminate your point yeah, and taking yeah. the under against Ayuk. <laughs> that is right. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I love that. It's been a trend for me all year and it's been cash. So I'm taking the under on any wide receiver one against the secondary. Well, as we, I like to say on the show, overs make friends and unders make money, and it's never more true than the Super Bowl. Everybody spiritually wants to bet all the overs in the Super Bowl, but it's not like all the overs ever hit. There's almost always value in the unders if you can target the right players. Who are you targeting for your third pick, Shaq? Well, I'm going to tail our pal Eddie Spaghetti. I'm sure that this is one of the ones he gave you on Monday, and he's been spot on with this. The value has dipped a little bit as America has caught on to this one. But quarterbacks who aren't associated with running, betting the over on their individual rush totals on a day is a winning play. I'm saying yep. Brock Purdy over 12 and a half. The payout is minus 120. Not great, but he but he will uh, exceed that total. I mean, basically, we're talking about one scramble over the course of 60 minutes might cover that. So, Brett, maybe you can look this up in the background while we're chatting. But I think Eddie saw it at like three and a half, which would mean it moved nine yards in two days. So I just want to confirm that because that is a big movement. But by the way, I still like the over. I would like the over at three and a half. I'd like the over at 12 and a half. Obviously I'd like it more than three and a half. 16 ish. I would get (laughs) spooked by, but like, yeah, we're talking about, you know, one real positive scramble, you know, on, on second and 21 where he rips off or runs like, Oh, you got him into a good spot there for third day. You know, and I think it also dovetails with like the experience element with the brightest lights possible because you might get a little happier feet and he might, you know, might hang in the pocket for an extra second in week seven. But now he's taken off and trying to pick up two around the end. Does that a couple of times. Maybe one turns them into six. So we'll see it. Yeah. And he got it at three and a half. Brett just confirmed what for me. So that, How did the number is, go up so much? That has then? moved nine yards That's in two crazy. days because the trendy effect. America's out there listening, Dave. They're out there listening to Eddie Spaghetti and bet that number up. What in the hell, though? That's a crazy <laughs> number. Did he bet the alt rush total? No, uh, he didn't. Did he? No, I don't think he did. You can All go. Right. You, you can get it at plus two twenty five if you if you're really confident. Want to go up to uh, over twenty five rush yards? I don't. That's a lot for that's a lot for Purdy at that point. I mean, like, it's possible, but that's a big number for a guy. I don't know if he's cleared twenty five the whole year. I mean, I know he's cleared. I gave he him out at six game, and a half. Right? I gave him out at six and a half in the conference uh, championship. And I think it was like every playoff game and then a majority of the regular season. But it was a lot of like tens and twelves and seventeens. I don't remember a lot in the twenties, but I'm not looking at it right now. All right, Mark, what do you got for us next? 
All right, this is where I'm gonna get a little wild, guys. I'm gonna get a little wild. Um, not gonna use it as my two unit play because it's already too it's too heavy. <laughs> but uh, big plus seven hundred. Uh, I'm on the edge of my seat. Kelsey first touchdown score in the game. I I think this is a really good chance of happening. I'm. I'm doing a conspiracy theory with the Swifties and all of that. I can just see a world where he gets the first touchdown in the game. They obviously pan the Taylor Swift in the suite. She's going ballistic. Chiefs up 7-0 to start the game in Vegas. And I think that's a great value. I mean, because if the Chiefs get the first touchdown, I mean, who's it going to be? Maybe Pacheco? If it, if they're not too close, they, they got to be around that like 8-9, to 10-yard area, like a second-and-goal situation, which we've seen plenty of times. So I think for plus 700, it's actually not that crazy. From your mouse to the scriptwriter's ears, baby. I'm sure they're punching that up right now, trying to go ahead and get that in so we can get more Swifty talk. That's what the league needs right now. Not <laughs> what's going on the field, but what's going on up in the celebrity stands. I do like that bet. I think that is good value. I uh, If the Chiefs are to score first, like Kelsey and Pacheco are the obvious choices, will they get out and jump out to their uh, usual first half antics? I think is an open question right now. Like I've heard some interesting bets around the Niners in the first half and the Chiefs in the game, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I do like the value there, though, right? Like, I would think it's far from a lock, but in terms of, like, of all the plus 700 bets that you could have given out after you teased it, that's a pretty dang good one. Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty good for sure. All right, well, it's time for the big moment, Sheck. You tried to do this at the top of the show, but I've, I've held everybody off for about 20 minutes. What is your big bet? Your two-unit bet for Super Bowl 58 well, now is... I- well, I stink because he's going seven to one and I'm doing lame crap like this. I thought I was uh, doing something fun here because I thought I had found a, a a wild one. Nick Bosa to record a sack in the Super Bowl, even money. That's my uh, that's my two times bad. What gives the, again? People's opinion about this Niners defense has gotten warped by what happened in their two last games. I get it, but. The Lions just reject that one out of hand. The Bosa and company should be able to get after um, Mahomes. They should be able to heat him up. Obviously, 15's ability to run away from that and step up and everything else is is why he's great. But I do think that that pass rush is going to be a factor in Super Bowl 58. It's a weird thing that people have kind of rejected that because they saw, I think it is, Chase Young didn't try hard on that play. And then look at what happened against the Lions. And it's like, Okay, the the Lions were a fun Cinderella story, but they also were a very physical offense, and I don't think the Chiefs match up in that regard. I think that there's an actual advantage for that um, pass rush for San Francisco against the Chiefs. Kid from Kansas City, are you worried about Bosa on Sunday, or is this another one where you're just absolutely confident that you can neutralize one of the best uh, attackers in the entire league? Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried. I mean, last year, <laughs> last year in the playoffs, I mean the Super Bowl, if you guys remember, we played the Eagles who had the most sacks in a season with 70, and they didn't sack Mahomes one time. So I mean, yeah, they may get pressure, but actually bringing Mahomes down is very, very hard. I mean, but that's a that's a good play for even money, though. Like mm-hmm. it's not far-fetched that both can get one, but you know, Mahomes' escapability is just really, really tough to bring down. 
I, I like this corner for Gunnels. Like just the casual dynasty supporter. Everything doesn't matter. He's got this covered. Monday he's either going to be able to rub it in all of his faces, like just with a shoulder shrug, which is indifference to all the, the grief we gave him, or he's going to have his head in his hands wondering what he did and worry about Mahomes blowing his knee out in the first game next season because that's how fast these things can crumble, kid from Kansas City. All right, go ahead and give out your two units. What what Mahomes better are you giving out? Like, can we Should we take guesses or, or not? Wow. I mean, you kind of already got it. I think <laughs> the, there's I looked at the money line. There's no point in doing the money line. You can get Mahomes MVP for, for better value. Cause if they win, we know it's going to win MVP, right? It's going to be Mahomes. So you get Mahomes at plus one thirty-five to win an MVP in this game. Uh, it'll take something crazy. Like I'm trying to think of what scenario the Chiefs win. He doesn't win MVP. I was thinking about Tom Brady because he didn't win all seven. I know one year was a defensive player one, I think. There, I mean, it's just it, I, the MVP thing is is fun. I, to me, I swing for the fences with such things. And I always think back on it wasn't, uh, you know, a wild result that Von Miller, you know, he or DeMarcus Ware, you could kind of do the math on that. If the Broncos were going to get over on Carolina, that those guys would be big factors. So if you buy that um if it, it, it you know chris jones as a for instance if you like the chiefs winning this game i could see him you know being a de- you know you get to the qb a couple of times knock the ball out of his hands one of them and fall on it you know that's how you get an mvp is it yeah it's such a weird dynamic though because i feel like mahomes would have to play kind of bad like even if he play, let's say he threw for 250 two touchdowns and a pick in like 30 20 20 rushing yards and Chris Jones did like two sacks or a forced fumble. Mahomes still probably gets it. Like, would he have been know. the MVP though of the AFC title game? No, it would have been Kelsey, right? I don't know. I mean, it depends on the voters, right? The voters I don't know like- because they would have looked at that last throw to MVS and be like, "Oh, he clinched the game in a clutch moment." Like, I don't know. I mean, you're smart in the sense that obviously <laughs> people like to do like, ah, oh, people in the, these, these, these voters don't get it anymore. It's a team sports. Like, are you guys aware who won the MVPs in the Super Bowls when they started Bart Starr yeah. and Joe Namath and all those cats. And it yeah. was all because they were the quarterback. It had nothing yeah. to do with the quality of the game. They just delivered. There's so yeah, many, the quarter, the quarter you're right about that Gunnels. You're absolutely right. The QB is going to get it most of the time. Obviously they essentially have the incumbency advantage. Like somebody else has to move them off of it because it's a right. soon the winning quarterback will win the MVP. And so like, it's a yeah. higher bar for any other position to clear that the quarterback has to clear. And then if you look at the odds for the chiefs, the second best odds to win MVP is Kelsey, but that's such a weird thing because Mahomes is throwing him the ball. So he's getting those numbers too. So Kelsey would have to have like three touchdowns, almost 200 receiving yards or something crazy, 10 catches or something. I don't know. Yeah, even then it doesn't always matter, right? Like, I mean, Shaq, you're the historian here. Timmy Smith didn't win the MVP of the year. He went for like 220 yards. Well, that one, yes, that's a weird one because Doug Williams doesn't even have, I mean, the Terrell Davis MVP is, that is maybe the greatest running effort in in a Super Bowl by an individual. Because keep in mind, he didn't play the second quarter with a concussion. Oh, excuse me, a migraine. Um, he goes for 158 and three rugged. T- I mean, they're all rugged yards that he makes, except for the game winning touchdown where they let him score. Doug Williams didn't even do it in a half. He did one quarter. I mean, it all happened in the second quarter with Doug Williams. And that's enough that you had to give him the MVP. 
history you have to, right? and numbers even, and everything else. Even in the face of an absolute historic, like outlier of a performance. And so like, I don't, to back to Guttle's point, like even if somebody goes for 200 yards, it doesn't mean Mahomes not winning the MVP. Yeah, it's it's tough for him not to get it. So I had to use that as my two-unit play. Because if they I line bet, I'll go CMC. Yeah, well, I was about to say, I, I don't know. If, if the Niners true. win, I think CMC will get it. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's true on the other side of the field. If McCaffrey goes for 200 yards, like if you take the exact same uh, stats for Pacheco and Mahomes and McCaffrey and Purdy, Mahomes would win it for the Chiefs and McCaffrey would win it for the Niners, even if the stats were identical for the winning team and yeah, uh, yeah, to agree. the position. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully those picks were interesting and hopefully they all lose as I am on my way to victory here in the staff contest. Wish you gentlemen the worst of luck. But for those of you that are uh, following them at home, these guys have been really good on football this year and on this show. So look into them. As Aaron Rodgers said, do your own research, but go ahead and look into some of those bets. Let's give our sponsors a little bit more love and then come back and wrap this up. All right, we are back. And instead of our normal Second Guess Express, as these guys have been giving out picks all week and still have some picks to give. Sheck is coming up with the pregame show on Minus 3 uh, coming out on Friday. where You'll be able to hear even more of the prop picks. You'll get to hear from Hench and Spaghetti as well. Gunnels gave out a lot of picks on Lemon Pepper Parlay. Please go and listen to that. But I think the most interesting thing we do at Extra Points on uh, Super Bowl week, and no no shade to you guys because all your content is great, is Piacenti does an incredible national anthem breakdown. So I don't know if you guys have heard it yet, but we have Reba McIntyre. The line is essentially uh, 90 and a half seconds, I believe, the last time I posted. And I don't know if you heard her breakdown yet, but blind, would you go over or under on that line? I well, go over. I'll go ahead, Gunnels. Just I'll go ahead. over. I'll go over. I'll go okay. over. Okay. And you have not consumed the Piacenti analysis yet, right, Gunnels? No, I have not. You're going to be on the wrong side then. Watch it. She's going to be right. And I hesitate to say this too loudly because I know this is, I, I know you're half kidding about us moving the line, but I do think Piacenti, the singer, that that is an actual expert weighing in on something that there is enough juice people know who this song girl fantasy gambling lady is and i think that people might actually make bets off of what piacenti says get it now is what i'm saying the other get it now We've been we've done it three years. This is the fourth year. She is three and oh, and she nails it every single time. She went under this time, said that Reba is actually I'm not gonna step on it. Go listen to Waiver Wire, hear the full breakdown, and then rush to whatever booth that will accept your money and tailor on that because she has an immaculate, immaculate track record. And also rush back out, listen to the Monday trendy episode. Eddie and Brett gave out some really good bets. Uh, we've got what do we got on extra points today, Shaq? Who do you guys have this week? We have one Adam Carolla, um, uh, noteworthy Rams fan and uh, and funny fella, and we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. He, I, I bet what I don't know, you said do it blind. I'm going to bet blind. He will have opinions on some things. <laughs> well, also famous mush, right? Like I've heard a lot oh, yeah. of talk that whoever Carolla takes, take the other side is some of the best gambling advice there is. It is absolutely accurate. Yep, it's true. This is the uh, the diehard self-proclaimed Rams fan who famously or infamously, when his Rams were in the Super Bowl playing the Patriots in New Orleans, went home at halftime because the guy near him in the stands was annoying. 
So he went back to the hotel and watched the game. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure we will hear that and many other stories that are going to come out of you and Carilla's time together. Also, Tiana is hilarious. So that'll be a great episode of Extra Points. We also have Covered in Glory coming if you need some uh, some something on Saturday. We, we've covered you the heck out of Sunday for you this week. But there's some big Premier League action happening on Saturday. And Brett and I will be talking about it on Covered in Glory. Other than that, gentlemen, great episode. Anything you want to say ahead of the Super Bowl that you haven't said otherwise? Go Chiefs, baby. <laughs> the history awaits, Mahomes. Are you up to it? Also, soccer, when you guys talk about it, I want you to analyze. They need to kick the ball at the goal way more than they did. I don't understand the kicking it out to the side. You're right. You're only like 30 feet from the goal. Kick it at it, you dumb guys. What are you doing? Kick it. <laughs> All right. Well, after Big, uh... big rectangle right there in front of you. Why are you kicking it off to the sideline? Kick it at the goal. It might go in. That ball well, was football... weird. Football Americano is going to end. You're going to have puck. And then I need to take a vacation. So you're just going to come in and do covered in glory with your that's expert it. analysis of kick it more at the goal. That would be I mean, that's, that's right. I, I, I've seen enough to see what this. That ball moves <laughs> funny. Once they kick it, it bends and arrow. Who knows where it's going to go? Not the goalie. Well, I've seen enough to know that we need to wrap this up. Let everybody get on with their day. Thank you guys so much for joining. Thanks for uh, participating in the contest. And we'll see who wins it next week. It's, I think it's the one that everybody's hanging on the edge of the seat for. It's not Chiefs Niners. It's this extra points trendy prop contest. It's going to determine who the big winner is this week. Besides, of course, the NFL, because Taylor Swift is in attendance. So thank you guys again for joining. Enjoy uh, the sports. We'll be back with Martin and Jen on Friday. And until then, take care, everyone.